Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? I'm Brent, and this is the home video hustle where we hustle motherfucking hustle it's just me flying solo this week this is some super last minute ass shit right here if you saw the youtube video which you probably didn't you fuckers but <laughs> but for um i wasn't gonna put an episode out i was gonna go into the patreon for unleash an old episode from way back when whenever you know we did patreon episodes like i will get back to that i fucking promise you know the bad thing is i started doing the solo patrons patrons patreon episodes but then like schoolwork revved up like a motherfucker to where i like i outside of the podcast like i can't even watch any fucking thing i have no time i got a fucking first shift job now where i actually have to work unlike my last job can't really be on the phone or do nothing like that so can't do nothing that shit. Get home. Gotta do schoolwork. And then most time when I'm done with that shit, I look up, it's fucking eight o'clock at night. So now I gotta make dinner. And then by the time I'm done with all that shit, it's like what? Fucking almost 10 o'clock. Then I get in the shower. I go lay in the bed. And I go to fucking sleep. That's my day now. I have no time to do anything. And then on the weekend, I'm running around doing all the shit I can't do during the week. Shit sucks. Can't wait to be out of school. But it'll be worth it, I hope. We'll see what happens. But... All that aside, I said fuck it because legitimately it fucking hurts. It hurts me when I can't put an episode out on Friday. It drives me fucking crazy. And I'm not joking. I will sit here on Friday just looking at my phone like, why didn't I just record anything? Like I've done episodes where I didn't even watch a fucking movie. I could have done anything. It would have drove me nuts. I said, no, there's my opportunity right here. I have stacks of movies that have piled the fuck up because of school. I'm going to watch one of them. God damn it. And I did. And it's all thanks to Vinegar Syndrome. I got another one for you, motherfuckers. 
And this actually, I think this, yeah, this came from the latest package. Because I get, if you don't know by now, I get the monthly packages because I signed up for the yearly subscription to the Vinegar Syndrome shit. And this was one where I pulled it. I had never fucking heard of this movie. Well, I thought I hadn't heard of this movie. But then I come to realize today because of Steve, I've actually heard people talk about this movie. I just don't remember the shit because Steven Izzy did an episode of the Grind Bin Podcast. Shit plug. Oh, there you go. See, even when it's just me, fuck up still happen. That's how we do the button I was looking for but um yeah so I, I don't remember anything from the shit it was a while back I think I don't even remember my fucking mind is like legitimately mush it's like oatmeal speaking of which I went to the dollar store to get some shit for dinner because I'm like I'm going to do something before 10 o'clock I'm gonna make some damn food I'm not gonna eat no more goddamn hot dogs and last minute ass bullshit living that turbo ultra bachelor life in this bitch no I'm gonna cook some but then as I was getting out I'm getting out I was getting ready to head out the door I looked over and I saw a red box and it said Tricks Oatmeal. And I was like, hmm, because going back to the days of my childhood, going to Latch Key in elementary school, me and my brother, they had the Tricks and they had a serious call. I think it was called Kicks, K-I-X. Those are always the two I fucked with. And when they had one of those two, I was feeling like, you know, it's going to be a good day today, even when sometimes it wasn't going to be a good day today, but it would start good. And so I've always had a thing for tricks. Yeah, uh, go make your jokes, fuckers. But yeah, I love the tricks. <laughs> but I saw that shit. I'm like, I bet you it's just oatmeal and you sprinkle tricks on top. So I bought it. It was $1.25 for like a six pack. And I came home, opened them bitches up. And it was some oatmeal with some tricks that you can sprinkle on top. I fucking knew it. But I made that shit. I'm like, you know what? All I ate for today was some combos. Wasn't really hungry at lunchtime today. So let me get some of these tricks. I want to eat some tricks. Some sweet ass tricks. And it was pretty damn good, actually. I can't lie. I mean, it was oatmeal. It's as good as oatmeal can be. With some tricks. <laughs> tricks made it better. <laughs> I'm a child. Hey, look, if this is your first time listening, hey, Doug, this, this is the type of fucking humor you're going to get. All right? This is the fucking only I, I make jokes about the tricks and how we turn them. Ha. Finally did it. I broke down and said it. If you didn't get the joke already. But Trix Oatmeal actually is not that bad, I will say. It ain't like, you know, I'm hopping over the moon. I'm not about to go over there and buy like 50 more packs and shit like that. But it wasn't bad. And I know there's probably somebody like, oh my God, are you talking about Trix? I was like, fuck off. This is how we do out here. In between paychecks, we got to eat tricks because we ain't got no money for tricks. <laughs> Oh, shit. All right. I'm enough tricks, damn it. Ha. <laughs> Can never have enough tricks. Wrong! <laughs> I'm sorry. This is episode 263. Um, I watched a movie called Shriek of the Mutilated. I didn't even watch a trailer. I legit just looked at the box. This is legit judging a, a well, I guess in this case, judging a movie by its cover. I was like, you know what? This looks like it'd be something stupid. Because if it's just me, I need something. I don't have anybody to like play off of with me i can't go back and forth it's just me so i gotta go back and forth with the movie bars bitch and so <laughs> i needed something that looked interesting and this looked interesting well i'm not gonna spoil it for you but i don't have a lot of notes but you know no, again i'm not gonna spoil it shriek of the media lady came out in 1974 hour and 26 minutes perfect for this type of movie IMDB score. Oh, there's no, there's no fucking theatrical like box office numbers for this shit. It was probably like a little drive-in flick or something. I don't know. 
At least it should have been if it wasn't. That's where it would have played best at. Our little grindhouse theaters, of course. But IMDb score, 3.8 out of 10. It's a little low. I won't spoil too much, but I, I don't think it was 3. I don't, it's better than 3.8. I mean, maybe it's just me, but we'll talk about it. Rotten Tomatoes, the critics said, fuck this movie. They did not review it, but the audience gave it a 24%. Nobody likes it. We're going to find out why. This movie is directed by Michael Finley. Not familiar with that name at all, even though I watched the little special features on the Blu-ray disc. And he's done a lot of shit, including porn, which surprisingly I'm not familiar with. So I'll have to look into his filmography. <laughs> Starring Alan Brock, Karen Hunter, Tom Ellis. And I had, it, that took me a second because I had to read my words. I thought I misspelled it, but his name is spelled T-A-W-M. I don't think I've ever fucking seen that spelling of Tom. It's like Tom. Now put emphasis on that bullshit. I think the only thing like that I've seen before is where it was T-H-O-M. Tom. And I think that was a fucking Mystery Science Theater episode. I can't remember which off the top of my head right now. It's been a long fucking day. But also, Michael Harris, Darcy Brown, Jack Newbeck, and Ivan Agar. Or Agar, however you pronounce it. As Nathan would say, pitter-patter, let's get at her, motherfucker. Movie starts. I put, I, I got super hype, I can't lie. I'm a sucker for this shit. Like, honestly, like, y'all y'all should know by now. We almost 300 episodes in, but all of this grindhousey, schlocky looking shit. Because, like, right when the, I can't remember the name of the company right now, but the logo for the company comes up and I instantly feel at home when I see this shit. I'm like, oh, yeah. It's like the typical old school logo that when you see it, you're just like, oh, yeah. This is like B-movie Nirvana for your mans right here. I instantly was like, okay, I made a good choice with this shit right here. Sit back in my seat. Then I had a popcorn. I should ping some fucking popcorn. I got a question. Is Jiffy Pop worth it in the in the era of like bag popcorn? I thought I was looking at some the other day. And I was gonna buy that shit. But I'm like, what? I gotta like put it on the stove and I gotta wash that shit. And it's like loud and noisy and it might get burned. And what if it explodes and like fucking bukkakis my kitchen or some shit? It's like, well, I could just put a bag in the microwave and do it in like a minute. Is, is Jiffy Pop worth it? Like, I'll try it. If there's some like, I don't know, th- hidden thing like, oh, Jiffy Pop popcorn tastes better because it's over the I don't know. I don't fucking know. Somebody let me know. Should I get my Jiffy to pop the fuck on? Because I want to know. Like Joe, I want to know. Ain't heard that in a while. Hey. So the old school logo. And again, one punch, two punch, left and right. Because right after I get that B-movie Nirvana from the old school logo, in the first fucking seconds of the movie, probably only like five seconds or less even, there's a fucking decapitation. And they show heads roll. And I'm like, oh, fuck yes. In my notes, I even put decapitation in brackets in first second. So it's, it's immediate. And then you get into the opening titles. And there's a little song playing and everything. All this is a goofy shit. But the thing that caught my attention was, is I thought the movie skipped. Because the, the title track is playing. And I think it's like over shots basically to say what the fuck is going on. Because I'm going to have to bring it up soon anyway. The movie's about a fucking Yeti. And they're showing shot. The Yeti was what, I guess, decapitated the motherfucker. And so they're showing shots of like Yeti shit. But then as the music's playing, it abruptly like switches to like a school. And the music and the movie both jump the fuck out of that cut. To where, you know what? This shit is on Tubby, ain't it? Let me go look up the Tubi. Or actually, no, I think it's on YouTube, too. And I pay for YouTube Premium. And we don't do no advertisements in this biatch. So let's go see it on there. Give me one second, folks. Full movie, baby. Oh, it just starts right there, too. That decapitation, that legit fight in the first five seconds. 
they they skipped the fucking the logo intro though. That's why it started so super abrupt. All right, so skip a little bit, skip a little bit, skip a little bit. Okay, so here, okay, I'm gonna let it ride for me just so y'all can get get the vibes and shit. Y'all can see this abrupt ass edit that I was talking about. I don't even know what's happening. It's like this, like film looks negative. See what I'm talking about? See what I'm talking about? It, it, like the credits are still going. That shit just abruptly just swapped. It's like fuck that. We done now. So that was all right. Like I said, one, two, and I didn't even count that as a little baby third punch. That was the body shot right there. Where I'm like, I'm in this bitch already. So you get your Yeti talk. Put it short. There's a college professor. He's talking to a group of four, I think it's four students. Yeah, it's basically a couple, two couples, I'll say. You know, one couple's not really together, but the girl, he's trying to get some of that penile action. I'll tell you about it. But he's talking to them about the Yeti. And uh, once the class is over, he's like, oh, yeah, you know, we're going to go on a trip out to where the, where the fuck I'm going to take you. I don't remember what the fuck he said no more, but he's taking them somewhere to go and scope out this Yeti. I think, oh, yes, there's a party. There's a party going on. But the main character, his name is, I had to actually keep the names written down at the top of the page because I kept forgetting these fucking names. But Kevin is the main character. And uh, the professor, his name is Dr. Prell. And Dr. Prell's like, hey, uh, I know you about to go party with your girl and everything, but uh, why don't you come fuck with your boy? I take out the dinner. We got to discuss some shit, man. And he's like, all right. So, of course, he tells his girlfriend she ain't happy about it. But he's like, hey, man, look, I'll catch up with you later. Y'all go do y'all thing. And they walk off. You cut to the party. And I was confused because, uh, like I said, the other couple, the guy's name is Tom. The girlie's name is Lynn. And I thought they were a legit couple, but he's at a party talking to another girl. And I fucking the shit out of her. And they're talking and he got her a drink and everything. But then she walks away. And when she walk away, Lynn walks up and she's trying to get some of that penile action like I told you. But this is where I find out that, oh, they're not a couple because uh, the other girl comes back. And, uh, and your girl immediately is like, oh, yeah, get the fuck out the way. And so she's salty. And uh, I think she kind of just fucks off to the side of the room somewhere. But then there's another guy. His name is, uh, oof, was, he a, was he a professor? I know. I think they said he was a student. Or they, I think they called him Dr. Spencer, which immediately gave me a thoughts of Resident Evil. But if you know the Spencer Mansion and, you know, Oswell, Spencer, you know, Resident Evil. My video game fans out there, anybody? No? Fuck y'all too. But Spencer is there. And your boy's like kind of, I don't know, he kind of bugged out. You don't know why yet, but you'll find out soon because the nerdy girl finds out that he used to work with Dr. Prell. And so she goes over there and she's like, hey, uh, I heard you used to work with Dr. Prell. You know, I'm one of his top students. He about to take us out to go look out for a Yeti. And he's like, what? He about to take you to do what? No, no, no. Fuck that. You can't do that, girl. And he goes into this long story about, I guess, he was also one of the students before, way before, that wanted to go out with Prell and find his Yeti. But... Shit went awry, and I guess people died, and they he almost died, but he ended up surviving. He played dead, or he did some shit. He basically got the fuck out of there alive, but he shook to the core because just the mention of Dr. Prell and the Yete got this motherfucker shook. And while that's going on, Dr. Prell and Kevin, they're having their dinner, and he's sitting there about to order food, and he's like, hey, uh, how about I, you try this, this special dish? It's this new hotness. This is some exclusive shit right here. It's called... Is it called? It's called Jinsung. Because I thought he was saying Jinsing at first. Jinsung. And he's like, I think he says something like, oh, is that like an Asian dish or something? Your boy's like, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so they try it. And he's like, oh, this shit is scrumptious. And he's like, yeah, right, that shit fire. And they continue eating their dinner. All this goes on. And I forgot to say, Spencer came with his wife. And the whole time, like, 
he's almost doing like a campfire tale type thing because he's telling his story about the Yeti and all that. And the motherfucking wife is just sitting there like, oh my God, like embarrassed as fuck probably or angry. Like, why are you bringing this shit up? Why are you embarrassing me in front of these fucking people, Spencer? So when they get home, she is pissed. She just walks off. They show him getting walk in the house. He walks to the kitchen. She just basically, I think she throws her purse down. I was like, ugh, fuck you, and walks away. He must have some problems with alcoholism. It's not, I mean, you have to infer some of this shit, but I'm pretty, it's like obvious pretty much what's happening here. He goes and reaches for a bottle. And he's like shaking his shit a little bit. And girly walks up on him and like tr- takes the bottle out of his hand. Like, no, nigga, you're not supposed to be drinking. We had, we talked about this. She don't say this. This is, in, this is my mind canon of what happened and shit. So then she tried to take the bottle. And I will admit that this legit shocked the fuck out of me. I did not expect this because, see, from this point forward, I'm like, okay. Apparently, Dr. Prell has some fuckery about him. And this dude, Spencer, was a survivor. So... Something with this Yeti is going to happen to where Spencer is going to have to go, you know, face his fucking enemy, face your fear, you know, overcome your what? I don't know. PTSD by facing off with the Yeti one more time. That shit don't happen. What happens is he gets pissed that she took that bottle from him. He grabs a fucking steak knife and cuts her fucking throat. And I was like, whoa, where the fuck did that come from? Like, that's some repressed ass anger right there. But it's like, I don't know. It's just. I kind of liked it for how fucking random it was, but it kind of makes this whole segment with him fucking pointless to the movie, honestly. Like, you could have cut him the fuck out of the movie because, not to get ahead of myself, he cuts your throat. And he just goes in the bathroom, washes his hands, literally washes his hands of that shit. And he goes and takes a bath. He's like, fuck it, I'm about to go relax. But... He didn't get the job done. That steak knife was pretty dull, apparently, because she's literally crawling across the fucking floor with a toaster. And I was like, oh, shit, I know what's about to happen. I love this already. She's gurgling and dripping blood on the floor, but she's fucking the last ounce of determination. This nigga will die before I die. I will watch him die as I die, goddammit, because she crawls into that bathroom. His eyes are closed, oblivious to what's going on. She quietly splinters herself stealthily, Metal Gear Solid, that motherfucking toaster into the wall and tosses it in the bathtub. Goldfinger is that motherfucker, but not with a fan, with a toaster. He toasted his ass. Toasty! As they would say in Mortal Kombat when Scorpion burns a motherfucker. And I guess they show him die. I take it she died too. This is never spoken of again. It never comes back. Which again, like I said, makes this entirely fucking pointless. But it did make me laugh and it did shock me because i didn't expect it so if you were going for the unexpected then guess what you got it because you you caught me unexpectedly motherfucker but fuck all that because like i said it don't mean nothing students are with dr Prell. they're going out to wherever the fuck this house is it's it's another guy they're meeting up with i'll tell you about him later but before that they stopped by a gas station and the gas clerk was like hey uh or no i think he asked i think he asked him something he asked him a question about where they going and the dude is like y'all going y'all going there he like, yeah, he like, Psh, hope I see y'all when y'all come back. Some wild shit out here, bro. You shouldn't do that. He's like, man, we'll be all right. He's like, Psh, all right, bro. Do you, fam? I ain't going to stop you. You know, pay for your gas. Get the fuck out. And as they drive off, they just cut back to the gas station clerk, and he just shaking his head like, y'all some dead motherfuckers. Nah, we'll talk about that, though. They get to the house. They meet up with a homie named Dr. Werner. And that's basically Dr. Pearl's homie. I'm guessing that this is his house that they're meeting him up at. And he's like, oh, yo, man, 
I definitely motherfucking saw a Yeti. He's like, where'd you? And the person's like, yo, you saw that shit? And he's like, yeah, 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 man. I definitely heard it, man. I heard some noises. I saw some shit, man. It's wild as fuck, man. It's Yetis out here in this bitch. And your boy Pearl is hyped. Cause he's like, hell yeah, my whole motherfucking life journey is to get this motherfucking Yeti documented. Because everybody think that I'm bullshitting about the Yeti, motherfucker. But guess what? The Yeti is real, nigga. We gonna find that shit today, Junior. And so they walk around. They're getting to know their surroundings and shit. But then the uh, main guy, Keith's girlfriend, her name is Karen. She walks around the corner and gets the shit scared out of her because there's a guy that's like chopping wood and everything. And she screams and they're just like, oh, oh don't worry about it. That's just or uh, Dr. Warner's like, oh, that's just my housekeeper laughing crow. And I was like, OK, hold on. Hold on. I was like, All right. Re rewind this movie. Pause this movie for a second. Pause on this housekeeper. OK. Laughing crow. And he's got the headband and everything. I'm like, OK, he's supposed to be Native American. That boy white as fuck. Look him up in the credits. This nigga's name is Ivan Agar. Now, I know people always love to throw out that, oh, I'm like 2% Cherokee or I'm 5% Navajo or some shit like that. And it's like, five. This is, I was just like always laughing. People are like, oh, yeah, I'm like 2% black. It's like, okay. Like, like, what the fuck that mean to me? You white as fuck. So I don't, I don't think this guy is Native American. I could be very fucking wrong. But I'm going to go out on this motherfucking limb and say that that is a white man. That is Ivan. That is not Laughing Crow. And so I immediately burst out laughing as I'm like, oh, this is blatantly not giving a fuck. But this is also low budget schlock at the same time. Was that bars? No, nah, not quite. I won't hit it. It was close to bars, though. We having dinner, though. Everybody sit down. Shut the fuck up. Let's talk about some yetes. Because Dr. Uh, what's his name? Warner. It's going on about our hold on. Wait, is it him or is it the other motherfucker? One of the one of the fuckers doc. Yeah, one of the fucking doctors talking, Brent. Is talking about the Yeti. I can't remember who it is right now. But they're going on and on about. Oh wait a minute, is this where does he tell the story that Spencer was telling? Because I know they bring up Spencer. Because like, oh, you pros like, oh yeah, you know he's one of my top students. I thought he was going to be something, but he ended up not being nothing. And he don't know this nigga dead right now. But no, like I said, nobody, that never comes back. But I think he's telling that story about what happened and the Yeti attacking people and everything. Next day, after hearing all this shit and knowing that there may be Yeti's afoot, Tom gets the bright idea to just walk the fuck off. So I'm going to go over here and investigate because I don't believe this shit. And he gets attacked by the Yeti and gets his ass murdered. How? I don't know. It looked like the motherfucker. I guess he clawed him because he did have claw marks on his face and shit. So I guess the Yeti got real sharp ass claws. They were, this, whole, this fucking Yeti, I might as well fucking describe it now. It looks like, what is that fucker's name? The Wampa from The Empire Strikes Back. The big white furry motherfucker that Luke Skywalker cut the arm off of on fucking, uh, oh, that's not indoor. A hoth. Fuck, I almost lost my Star Wars cred there for a second, didn't I? But yeah, that thing. When he had it, you know, Luke had it. It was hanging upside down and he used the force and cut his arm. That fucking thing. It looks like that shit. And it's always funny because you can, you can blatantly tell this is a motherfucker in a big furry suit. This is like Big Bird running at you and shit. So every time they showed it running at the screen, I did laugh. Because it's just like this big furry fucker running around. But yeah, you know, they're like, oh, you know, he walked off. And, you know, maybe, you know, he got, you know, what, what, what was the phrase? He's got like wildlife skills or he has like hunting prowess or some shit like that. So, you know, he's fine. He'll be back. And then I think it's the next day, maybe later that day. I don't fucking remember when. But at some point, Karen finds Tom's leg. And of course, like and she does as she does most of this movie. She fucking screams. I will say 
she got on my fucking nerves screaming so much. And of course, it's a horror movie. Scream queens are a thing. You know, you have the, the woman character that always has to go around fucking yelling all the time. That drives me goddamn crazy. But her, yeah, her scream was, I don't know if it was the way she was mic'd or something, but hers really was grating and shit. Every time she screamed, it's just like, ugh, shut up. It's like, kill her. Please kill her. God damn, I won't hear it no more. But yeah, she found a leg and everything's fucked. Next day, Lynn is salty because like I said, she wanted that penis action from your boy Tom and now he dead as fuck so you can't get shit from him no more. But she is kind of giving googly eyes to Dr. Werner though. So I think she's just getting desperate. She's just like, I want dick and you have one. So what the fuck we gonna do about that? But she doesn't, she also, I mean, doesn't get the chance with him either because she goes and walks the fuck off I think she walks into a greenhouse and they don't show what she saw in that greenhouse. I mean, I had, I assumed what it was, but I mean, whatever, but she runs the fuck out screaming. And of course she runs into, she doesn't run back to the friends. She runs out into the fucking woods and guess what? She gets fucking murdered by the Yeti again. And rightfully at this point, Karen is like, Hey, uh, Kevin, let's go. Let's get the fuck out of here. But of course, you know, boy, uh, what's his name? Prell is like, hey, uh, no, you can't go. This is my motherfucking life's work. And she like, bitch, fuck your life. Kevin, let go. And Kevin's kind of like, he's torn because, you know, he he fuck with Dr. Prell. You know, he's like a protege type right now. And he's like, well, you know, maybe we shouldn't like, you know, rush into things. And I was immediately like, oh, you're so fucked. You're going to get this woman killed. That's how this movie's going to end. And we'll talk about it. And I, I put a note here. I put Karen is fucking acting in this scene. Because let me find a clip. I forgot I do have the movie up right here. I don't probably blissed through like half this movie already, though. But <laughs> it's not a whole lot to talk about, though. Fuck, man. Okay, okay. I see Lynn is crying. So that motherfucker must be dead. I should let y'all hear her ass screaming so I can see why it's so fucking annoying. Now, oh, nope. Lynn is still alive. She's trying to get some of that motherfucking Dr. Dick. Uh, I think she, uh, I think Karen just found the body. So, I, oh, damn, I'm far in this movie. I'm almost done with this goddamn movie already. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What's happening here? Let's hit play real quick. What the fuck is happening? It's definitely the vinegar syndrome Blu ray. This shit blurry. Oh, okay. I think I found the scene. Hold on. Yes, I think that's it. Oh, okay, yeah, because she just died. Let's listen to this acting, well, folks. I've been sued for over 30 years. You think a Yeti killed Lennon Tom? I'm convinced of it. Didn't you see the claw marks on her throat? Didn't you smell the foul air? Let's get out of here! Whoa! Well, we're so close. Close the work, us all getting killed! That's sensible, Karen. We'll be safe if we all keep our heads. Do you know why I'm here? Why I'm doing this? Do you know what people say behind my back? Karen, I need proof. I need solid proof that the Yeti exists. My entire reputation is at stake in this, Karen. I don't care about your reputation. Give me the keys to the van. The van. I can't do that. The majority rules that we stay here. Keith? Oh my god, this is this video is choppy as fuck. Energy syndrome isn't working at this Ernst. shit. All right, there we Ernst, go. Can so, I see you, there you go. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, Ernst is Dr. Prell, too. So if y'all didn't know, if y'all wanted to know, I mean, I'm just letting you know. But yes, yeah, so all that happens. Your boy need proof. So he, like, you ain't going to work, girl. 
So Kevin, of course, wasn't really a big fan of this, and Karen definitely wasn't. But they're like, hey, look, I got an idea to get this motherfucking Yeti out here. You know, your boy Tom is dead, right? You know, he ain't getting no warmer, you know. We might as well put him to some use. But we use that nigga as bait. And they so they yeah, use his leg as bait because I remember I told you Karen found that leg. And uh, they try and get the Yeti out with it, but it actually gets uh, Pearl fucked up. Pearl gets attacked. They don't really show it. They just show him come back in all scratched up and everything like that. So he got fucked up. And uh, later on that day, Karen is out walking around again for some fucking reason and walks into that greenhouse. And now we get to see what it was that Lynn saw that had her bug out running to the forest to get her ass marked. Tom's body is in the greenhouse, of course, sans leg because that leg got used as bait. And she gets so fucking shocked and scared by this that she faints. And while she faints, or I think she wakes back up. And then they're like, hey, uh, okay, you know, that leg works. So uh, how about we use Lynn now as a bait? We're going to use her whole body, though. And, of course, Karen ain't with that, but they going to do it any fucking way. So it don't really fucking matter. But I think, yeah, your boy Kev did have a problem with this to the point where they just said, well, fuck you, Kevin, and knocked him the fuck out and did what that's going to do anyway. But years around this point, I might as well get into it. Like I said, we get into it. I mean, this movie quick, bro. Like, it's an hour 20-something minutes in this. Basically, hey, look. If you ain't guessed by fucking now, during the movie, already listening to this goddamn discussion, your boy Prell and Dr. Werner, they're the fucking bad guys. Like I said, when the Spencer was talking, you already knew something was over Prell. Do I want to give it all away right now, or do I want to make you motherfuckers wait? Because there's a huge twist at the end that I didn't really expect. Again, it caught me off guard. I'll just tell you what the movie tells you at this point. You see Laughing Crow hacking Tom up, cutting him apart. I think specifically his head. You see him cut his head off of the body. And in the next room, Pearl and uh, Warner are saying, you know, I think, oh, I actually wrote the quote now. The quote was, maybe we should kill her like the rest. So bing, 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 motherfucker. Like, yeah, they're the bad guys. And they're the ones killing people. Because you find out that they're, they... I mean, again, it, it, it's hard because, you know, I'm kind of just I'm going through it. You have to watch the movie to get the full effect. But I had a feeling when your man kept talking about this certain dish that he was feeding, dude, and he kept calling it like ginseng. It was some fuckery afoot. And you pretty much if you don't get it, I'll just tell you. But when they start chopping dude up, I was like, oh, they're eating fucking people. This is soil and green. We out here eating and shit. And so he's like, no, maybe we should kill her like the rest. And he's like, no, she's hers has to be different. How different, I'll tell you about later. Keith runs up in the room, and he had enough of the bullshit. He's like, yeah, it's time for us to go. Yeah, I got my girl all fucked up. My homies is dead and shit. Pulled a rifle out. Tried to shoot at uh, Prell. Blanks, bitch. Because your boy, Dr. Werner, even fucks him up. He's like, hey, uh, why don't you try and point it at me? See if that works. It doesn't work. And so he's fucked. And uh, he gets knocked out again, <laughs> actually. But this time, he actually ends up, uh, I think, what the fuck are they doing? He wakes up at some point. I know he knocks out Prell near a van. And then he takes the van and drives off, which made me laugh because I'm like, uh, you forgot your girl, bro. I legitimately thought that he was just banging out of the movie. If he had, I would have died if he just banged out and left girl in there. But nope, he's just trying to go get help. But along the way, he has actually pulled a van over. And go hide in the ditch because Prell and the dope boy Werner actually called up a hotel and they were like, hey, uh, our homies, tell them to come through for dinner. The time is now. And so there's a whole caravan, but not a love, motherfucker. This ain't the Isley out here. This caravan is some fuckery going on. 
and he sees it all go by. He tries to get back in the van. It got stuck in the mud or some shit. So now his ass is hoofing it all the fuck way across that bridge. The bubba bridge. The bubba bubba bridge. Hip hop. Uh, <laughs> back at the house, though, Karen's fucked because she's by herself. And the Yeti is there. It's in the window like fucking Torgo. That was the first thing I thought about. There's a shot of the Yeti in the window. It's actually, it's funny. Because like if it was if this movie was like real legit scary or creepy, this might have been a creepy moment. Because she looks out the window and you just see the Yeti fucking booking it toward her ass. Toward that house. And I was like, if it didn't look so goofy, that might have been frightening. But I'm not frightened at all. I'm laughing my ass off because like I said, he's in the window like Torgo, making almost the same face as Torgo did in Manos, The Hands of Fate. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go watch Manos or listen to episode six, I think, of the podcast. I think that's when we did Manos way back in 2017. But uh, uh, Yeti gets in the house somehow. We'll talk about it. And uh, I kind I can't lie. I kind of did like these shots of it like going around the house. There was a little bit that you, like I wasn't like creeped out or scared, but you can see there's a little bit of the horror Finally started to show us up. You see the, the Yeti, you know, slowly creeping up the stairs and shit like that. And if you watch it on, like, bad quality VHS, you know, the shadows and everything might make it look a little bit creepier. But I watched it on, like, a, whatever, a 4K, 2K restoration. It wasn't a 4K disc, but I think it was a 4K restoration. Maybe 2K, I don't fucking know. But it was restored, so it didn't look like that. She runs into the bathroom. And uh, <laughs> she's in there, and she opens up a closet. And what's his name? Laughing Crow is in there but he looks dead he has like ghoul makeup and everything blood and everything on him but he's not dead he's purping because he like smiles because i have to say they don't really explain what the fuck happened to him i don't at least i don't remember if they did i don't think they did but he's kind of like mentally disabled i guess because he's they i don't you'd have to see this shit it's hard to explain but he doesn't really talk he just kind of like grunts and shit and he's kind of got like a goofy look on his face and shit at least that's how he's playing it and so he's coming at her like that and she's so fucking scared she dies she get le- legitimately gets scared to death and that's what they were talking about when your boy was like oh we should kill her like the rest and he's like no she had to die a special way and this is what he meant they wanted her to get they wanted to fuck with her so much that she legit just died from being scared I guess that make the meat taste better I don't know I think there's another wasn't there another movie that did this same thing where it's like they were eating fuckers and they were like purposely scaring them to death because they was like, this, I, I swear there's another fucking, somebody please tell me what movie I'm thinking of. I swear this has happened before. But yeah, she's dead as fuck. And of course, this is where you find out if you hadn't guessed by now. But Werner and, uh, what's his name, Prell are the Yetes. There is no Yete. This is just an urban myth made up to disguise the fuckery that they're doing out here. The deaths and murders that they're doing. They're like, they blame it on the Yelly. Yelly, Yelly. Fuck. Can't talk. Blaming it on the Yeti. Thank you. And that's how they've been getting away with it all this time. So, dinner is, you know, everybody's at the dinner table. They're all chilling and everything. It kind of fucked me up because there's a black guy there. And he's, like, dressed up like, you know, African, like, tribal gear and shit. And I was like, what the fuck? But they'll find out later why he's there and what's going on. But, yeah, your boy Keith found a cop. He brought a cop to the dinner table. And of course, you, I knew you are, you know what the fuck, you know what's going to happen with this shit. But he brings a cop to the dinner table. Your man basically is just like, hey, I knew you'd be back. And your boy's like, hey, I demand to see Karen. Where are my girl at? And he's like, oh, you'll see Karen. But first of all, <laughs> get fucked. Because then the cop turns the gun on your man. Just like, man, I'm so glad you flagged me down. I would hate to have to come find your ass. 
And your boy know he's fucked. He's like, well, shit. Of course, like, and we all knew that the cop was going to be in on it, you fucking dumbass. Big twist to the whole movie. Well, I guess it's like, it's not the biggest twist, but it's a twist. I didn't expect it to go here. You know, it ain't like Hitler popping up in fucking Hard Rock Zombies, big goofy twist, but there's no Yeti. They're killing people because they're part of a devil-worshipping cult or some shit. They're a bunch of devil-worshippers, Satanists, if you want to call them that. And your boy's like, oh, you know, we like to do this, this, and that. But, you know, if you want to use, you know, bullshit terms, you could say we're cannibals, motherfucker. We eat the people and we praise the devil, all that shit. He tells him, he's like, yo, it was all a sham, dog. He basically tells you what I just told y'all. We just do this, you know, so we can have some good eats on brown out in this bitch. And we don't want the cops fucking with us. So, you know, like, as you see here, we either pay the cop off or he's one of us, too. And we just tell niggas, oh, the Yeti, you know, Nitro, nigga, WCW, it's the Yeti, don't worry about it, motherfucker. And if you're wondering why I keep saying Yeti, it's a fucking wrestling reference. Go watch wrestling, damn it, WCW Nitro. There was legit a wrestler. I don't remember who it was under the shit. They called the motherfucker the Yeti. And they said it just, that's why I keep saying the Yeti. But he was, he was, it looked like a mummy. It didn't look like a Yeti. It looked like a mummy. Bars, bitch. But um, they was just wrapped up in toilet paper looking shit. It was it was dumb as fuck. It looked like the nigga from Under Wraps, if you remember that Disney movie. I just made a Disney reference. Fuck out of here. But, um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a sham. And um, I th- is this before? No, this is this is after. Okay. Your man is like, all right. Oh, because they're going, they're going back and forth and everything. And then they even talked, I guess, the head devil worshiper guy. He calls on the phone on speakers and shit. And he gives his blessing and is like, yeah, if that nigga, uh, what's his name, what's his name, what's his name? Keith don't join us. Yeah, he dead as fuck. We haven't deserted this bitch. We going for seconds. So uh, let's get to it. Because there's actually a guy sitting down. I don't know who he was. I forget what it is. They didn't say his name or no. But he was just like, hey, man, look, we hungry. Let's get this shit popping. And your boy Pro's like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. Bring in the special dish. And I'm thinking they're going to bring in girly, like chopped up. It's going to be her head or some shit. They just bring her in like normal. I was like, oh, that's it? I was expecting to see some gore, you know, some Herschel gore and lose some blood feast, nigga. Like, something. But I guess it is a blood feast because basically if what they do next is, you know, a sign of what's happening. Oh, they do kind of show you. I forgot. We'll talk. Okay. Fuck it. That. Fuck what I was saying. I'll tell you about it in a minute. They ring, they bring her out. And of course, your man is salty because one, your girl is dead as fucking. You didn't know it. And two, they about to eat her ass. I mean, not eat her ass, you know, like he probably did. I mean, they about to eat her, like feast on her ass. Well, maybe he feasted on her ass too. Hey, look, they about to ingest your girl. Nah, damn, that don't work either. You niggas is nasty. I can't even talk about like cannibalism without being sexual. You fucking deviants out there. Hey, just look. Hey, look. He about, they about to eat the shit out of his girl. There's probably somebody that does that too. Fuck. Um, they're going to dine upon his girlfriend. That also is sexual. Fuck. They're, okay. We how? How can I say this? That doesn't sound sexual. Let's see. They are going to gnaw on no niggas gnaw on pussy too. I've heard at least on the clitoris. You know, you don't bite on it. You just kind of na 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 and I don't mean girls like I'm not saying like I'm a pimp. I'm talking to multiple girls. I'm just saying people, girls I have talked to before. <laughs> God damn it. But um, like put my day like, oh man, I would have just I'm just hey, I'm being real. But they've all said that 
they've had problems with guys that don't want to play with the clitoris. You got to play with the clitoris, man. You got to show some love to it, bro. That's where they get off at. The, the penetrata can do the job. But if you fucking her and you play with that clit at the same time, splash waterfalls. I'm hipping you the game. That's the hustle. Get some game on this episode, play. I feel, I've even told you niggas this before. But apparently you ain't listening. So please listen. And ladies, please tell them. Just don't be scared. Tell you, man, don't be afraid of the pussy. You got to be nice to the pussy. And it be nice to you, brother. Do your thing out here. It's, it is Friday. Today is Friday. God damn it. And you need to shoot with that tongue. God damn it. Bars. You thought it was going to be an explosion. You thought, but no. It's game all day. Letting you niggas know. Look, I ain't been, but fuck it. They about to eat his girl. Right? But with forks. He gets pissed. And he's like, no. You're not doing that. He tries to grab her. And they just bum rush this nigga. Like public enemy. Yo, bum rush the show in this bitch. And he, I, I legit, I was shocked by this even. Because I'm like, oh, this is going to be one of those movies where everybody dies. But no, it's not. Because... I mean, well, you would think, though, because legit, they, they start stabbing him with forks. It's almost like this, like the, a zombie movie in a way, because they, they surround the nigga, but they're not like ripping him apart with the hands or anything like zombies do. They're just stabbing him with fucking forks like Abdullah the Butcher and shit. Another motherfucking wrestling reference. But, um, <laughs> they, but I thought he was dead. But then there's, I think it's either a dissolver or a fade or a jump cut. One of those three things happens and he's laying there. And he was wearing a sweater, and I did laugh because the sweater has like little blood dots and spots where he got stabbed at. And they shake him, and they're like, "Hey, yeah, uh, wake up, wake up, wake up!" And they're like, and he's like, he kind of wakes up, and he's like, "Oh, what, what happened?" And he's like, "Yeah, you're not gone though. You're still here." And they're like, "It's time for dinner, baby." And he's like, "So what's it gonna be? You with us? Or are you not? Because you're gonna die if you're not. You're gonna get down, or you about to lay down. What you wanna do?" And so they drag him into the room. Everybody's sitting there waiting in anticipation to see what he gonna do. Your boy Laughing Crow is sitting in front of his girl and he he's got the knife and fork thing and whatever. Oh no, 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 he doesn't. He has a fucking uh turkey carver. Shout out to my grandma, rest in peace. I've told that story before. Every time I see a fucking turkey carver, I think of her. Because for Christmas one year, I asked her, I was like, what you want for Christmas, Danny? And she was like, Oh, you know, I've been looking at these turkey carvers and shit. I was like, Well, don't buy one. I got you. You know, a month or whatever happened and Christmas came by. She opened up that gift and she saw that turkey car and she had the biggest grin on her face. And of course, since it was Christmas, there was turkey in the oven. And when I tell you, she went to that kitchen so quick to plug that turkey car in. And she, anytime anything needed to be cut, she broke out that turkey car. That was like probably the best gift I could have ever given somebody because she used the fuck out of it and enjoyed it every time. Shout out to my grandma. Love you. Miss you, nanny. God damn it. But this movie ends, though, where, like I said, the turkey carver is in Laughing Crow's hand. And he smiles. And he actually, the first time he really actually speaks in the whole movie outside of grunts, I think, he looks up at uh, Kevin and is like, white meats are dark. And, okay, this last scene, or this last shot, I was kind of confused. Because I'm like, okay. They cut back to him, and of course, you know, the bad guys are all like, <laughs> like laughing and shit. But the shot of Kevin, he's like, it's like a mix of like distraught, like sadness. But then he starts drooling on some Homer Simpson shit. So I'm like, okay, he's he's eating the flesh 
he's found out before. And so is this one of those things where it's like, he's in his mind, is he like, I got to do this so I don't die? Or is it like, has he broken the fuck down? Did them stabbing him with the forks, like, you know, turn him or did it awaken something to where now he actually really wants to do this now? Like, is he drooling because he's like looking at it and he's like salivating at the mouth, like to chew on that meat? Or is he drooling at the mouth because he's like, stressed out and maybe he just done blanked out or maybe he's like mentally fucked in the head now or something maybe he just like i don't i don't know how i was supposed to take that ending i guess it's one of those you know leave it up for interpretation type things but when i first watched it i was like oh he down he started drooling and everything like i said on some homer simpson shit oh he about to munch on his girl but not in the way he used to bro like i don't know you'll have to watch that shit and tell me what you you know let's go to old wikipedia so they can disappoint me i'm sure there will be nothing there about this shit where is wiki at oh some for some reason my shit done moved around on my phone like bro, i don't know i'll fix it later all right wikipedia uh oh excuse me shriek of the mutilated yes plot let's go oh there's actually oh there's actually a very detailed plot okay um okay what's well, a breakfast at the breakfast prell and warner salute the party guests and hosts toasting the previous schemes which have provided victims Keith returns with the policeman only to find out that he too is a cannibal. Pearl and Werner explain that the ginseng Keith has eaten is actually human flesh, and they invite him to join their cannibalistic society. They bring in Karen's body, and Laughing Crow, brandishing an electric carving knife, speaks for the first time, saying, Mr. Henshaw, white meat or dark? Keith drools as the film ends. So I'm taking that to mean that this nigga about to munch. He about to join that call and get his fucking ginseng on in his bitch, apparently. That's what I'm, I'm going to go with. That. That's my head cannon. He then turned to the dark side. He about to eat this girl the fuck out. And that's how the movie ends. That was Shriek of the Mutilated. Now stick around because I'm going to play some ads, of course. And I'm going to play a promo, of course. And you may be slightly surprised about some of my opinions about this movie. Why? Oh, motherfucker, don't go away. I'll be right back. Wow, you look great. Thanks. It's because I've been listening to the So Wizard podcast. So Wizard podcast? That's that weekly nerdy movie review and news podcast, right? That's right. And it's available on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. They even have a YouTube channel, too. Hey, I'm going to go listen to So Wizard Podcast right now. For nerds with the weekly podcast and a YouTube channel about movies, check out So Wizard Podcast today at SoWizardPodcast.com. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I got. I, I should have made Joey and Marcellus watch this fucking movie. I should just. I, I want Joey. Have you seen this before? I, I'm very curious. This seems like some shit Joey will watch. Marcellus not as much, but I would, Marcellus, I would make you watch this movie. I, but I haven't. I already got that planned out. Like when I get, because Joey has been here, but Marcellus hasn't. And I have the perfect movie. What what I want to do to just like peek behind the the plot curtain is that whenever I can get PJ back, I want to get an episode with me, PJ. 
Joy and Markellis, and the homies from Colt 45 ran there and beat them down. I want to do a super show with all of us. Six cats. And I want to talk about the movie Rapping with Mario Van Peebles. I have a blue, I got a Blu-ray copy right before the shit went out of print. I got a thing from Shout Factory saying, oh, you know, these movies are going out of print. Get them while they last. And I got a copy of Rapping. And legit, no joke, when I looked on the website the next day, that bitch was sold out. I might have got the last one. But I was like, fuck it. To celebrate that, I need a super show. I need me, PJ, Joy, Markellis, Beat Em Down, and Random Randy Savage. We got to talk about rapping one day. So, fellas, if you're listening, that's the plot. I just want PJ to be there, too, so I can wait on my mans to get back from doing his thing. But just know, we're going to talk about that. Because that's technically, I think that's like the unofficial sequel to Breaking 2. That technically could be like, that's why it's rapping, like Breaking, goddamn man. <laughs> what the fuck I'm doing? That wasn't bars. So me, yeah. What did I think about Shriek of the Mutilated? I thought it was entertaining, actually. I actually was pretty entertained by this movie. I didn't expect anything. I can't say I expect much. I didn't expect anything. Because Vinegar Syndrome can be very, very hit or miss. Like, uh, it's a lot of time. Like, I think if you look on the Letterboxd page, which you should follow me on Letterboxd, homie the hustle, I think most of the times I get those movies like a six or below, it's very rare that a lot of vinegar syndromes get over a six, which is crazy. Like, well, why do you get the yearly subscription in it? Because I still like to fucking watch them and I like to own movies. I'm a fucking movie nerd. I'm sorry. And because you never know, because since I get everything they send, there might be something I get sometimes where I would have never bought that shit without having that subscription. Then I end up fucking loving it. There's a couple like that. I'd have to go upstairs and look at them off the top of my head. I can't think of them right now, but you can add this to the collection. Like I would have never bought this without being a part of that thing. And I actually enjoyed the movie. Like, it's super fucking dumb. But it gave me them good vibes of when I was a kid, man. And I would watch shit that I shouldn't have been watching. Like, this gave me... Like, I could I could so see Joe Bob Briggs fucking watching and talking about this on goddamn Monster Vision. Or hell, nowadays on show, you can even the last drive and he could even do it there, probably. But it's definitely one of the movies. Like, this would have fit so at home on Mystery Science Theater. This shit even made me think... Because the whole time, and I'm guessing because the Yeti and Bigfoot ain't that big a difference, but on Mr. Science Theory, they did a movie called Boggy Creek 2 and The Legend Continues. That's all I could think of for a lot of this movie. And that episode is one of my absolute favorite episodes of Mystery Science Theater. I fucking love that episode because that movie is just as goofy as this one. And that's the, so that's the thing. If you know what episode I'm talking about in that movie, that's this is around that same motherfucking wavelength. If you get enjoyment out of shit like that, you might enjoy this too. It's on Tubi, so I mean, you can watch the shit for free with ads. Or if you got YouTube Premium like me, you can watch it on YouTube with no ads. But you don't get there. But you know, I wouldn't recommend that. Actually, I would recommend just watch the Tubi version because the Tubi version is probably better. Because the one on YouTube, you can tell it's like an old VHS rip. And apparently, I forgot I didn't say this, but the Vinegar Syndrome DVD on the back says that is it's completely uncut. So apparently that one I was watching, this might be why it was so jumpy too. From you heard it because I played the clip, that could be why it might be chopped the fuck up. So I would say if you're gonna watch it, watch shit on Tubi. Yeah, man, the shit. I mean, it's predictable. There's not really a lot of blood and like kills. And I will say it. It kind of starts that like it starts wonderfully. I love the beginning of the movie and I love the end of the movie. The middle though. It kind of drags a bit in times, I will say. And that's why I'm not going to give it as high a score as you may think. But I am going to give it a, a 7. I was actually like that. I was going to give it a 6. But I was like, no. And I don't even know if I call it a hustle bump because it's just me. You know, usually the hustle bump is because we have fun, me and P or me and whoever we talk about it and all that shit. But no, I think I, I legitimately like this movie in a B-movie way. 
Like if you would, like I said, put Crow, Tom, and motherfucking Mike or Joel or Jonah or whoever on the bottom of the screen. Emily, fuck, I couldn't think of her name right now. Sorry, Emily. But <laughs> but um, put any of them on the bottom of the screen. Entertaining as fuck. Take them off the screen, still entertaining. Put riff tracks on them. There need to be a riff tracks of this or there isn't. I would love to hear that. Because there's this is rhyme, or prime, prime, I should say, <laughs> material for that type of shit. So definitely, like to steal from, you know, what were they thinking podcast? This is an easy drunk watcher with friends type movie. Solo wise, you gotta be along the same mindset of like a me and or like a Joey or somebody where we like love to see shit like this. Like if you watch shit like The Room and Samurai Cop and all that type of shit for fun, you might get a kick out of this one too. Because it has moments. Especially like I said, the the whole thing with the Spencer and his wife killing each other that never fucking comes back. It's just like there's a lot of weird shit like that. But I have fun watching it. Like I had a swallow a face of more than I thought I would. And um, I was so glad that I picked this movie to do a solo episode on. Because I'm like, oh, I can talk about this shit. This shit is entertaining as fuck. So Shriek of the Mutilated. I give it a seven. Brent says, check it out. Shout out to Joe Bob. But now that I got the movie out the way, I got to educate you just a little bit. Just a little, a little bit. Because I got some Black History flashcards for that ass. From the Urban Intellectuals. Random card picked. I'm going to pick this one. Damn it, it fell on the fucking floor. Alright, well, I guess I'm picking a different one. Alright, um, let's go with this one. Oh, oops. Get on. There we go. I just had to try. I'm trying not to fuck up the orders. I got them all in the order and everything. Oops. Okay, I'm gonna drop another one. Alright. Today's Black History flashcard flashcard. Noble Drew Ali. Born January 8th, 1886, and passed July 29th, 1929. Born Timothy Drew, but known as Noble Drew Ali. Founder of the Moorish Science Temple of America in 1913. Promoted belief that African Americans are of Moorish ancestry, specifically from Moroccan Empire. Rejected derogatory labels such as black, colored, and Negro. Included the projected ideologies of spiritual growth and evolution, as well as enlightenment and oneness with Allah. Urged Americans of all races to reject hate and embrace love. Which everybody should do because the world, what the world needs now is love. Sweet motherfucking love, because y'all motherfuckers is wilding out here. Y'all need to chill the fuck out. Watch a movie or something. But there you go. Noble Drew Ali. Black History Flashcard. Fold that ass from the Urban Intellectuals. Did you know that before listening? Guess what? You know it now. And you already know what that means. You're welcome. And I guess, man, this feel like a, this is like old school home video hustle right here. We're going almost just an hour. So it would have probably been under an hour. But then I started talking about the clitoris and shit. But it's fine. Nice breezy episode for me to edit. Like I said, it's a lot going on. So this is nice for me to just be able to edit. Y'all can still get something to listen to. And y'all can like, yeah, it ain't got to be three hours of your day. Now you can go listen to something else. Go enjoy your life or some shit. I don't fucking know. I got you though. Don't worry about it. Because I was, um, I think PJ's back in town. But he, he was, uh, of course, his kid is going to school. So he got kid ready for school and everything. But hopefully... I can get in here next week. We'll see what happens. But until then, if you want to holler at your boy, you can find me on Twitter at capital H, capital V, capital H, capital P, lowercase I cast, H V H podcast on Twitter. And you can find me on Instagram at Home with the Hustle Podcast, on Facebook at Home Video Hustle, and on YouTube at Home Video Hustle. I put out new videos every Wednesday that you should watch because I do them for you, baby. Why don't you want to watch my videos, baby? Just watch the videos. I put them on every Wednesday for you. 
And I will be putting out those Patreon videos too. Don't worry about it. Because you can find us over on Patreon at patreon.com slash home video hustle. Help support the show. No, $1 tier, $3 tier. $1 tier, make us watch movies. $3 tier, you make us watch movies again, but you just keep doing it as long as you're a patron. When PJ gets back, the plan is we're going to do a, a bag of just big movies just to celebrate my man's being back after being gone so long. And then it's fucking Patreon picks because we got to get those done. Honestly, I don't know because people love when we do the holiday shit. So I was like, we could just do them the rest of the year, but... If we don't do Christmas or Halloween movies, I'm sure somebody's not gonna be happy. Now, and PJ loves doing the horror movies. We're like, we could probably pass up on Christmas. Maybe we could do our Christmas gifts to y'all this year is doing Patreon movies or some shit. But Halloween is yeah, we can't skip the horror movies, bro, because that's like one of PJ's favorite things. It's one of your guys' favorite things. I've heard people even say they got into us because we did those two months of fucking horror movies back in the day. And that's why it's become tradition to just do two months of Halloween movies. Cause I love horror. One of the biggest like the three biggest sections of my movie collection are horror, action, and of course black movies. So and then February and March we got the black movies popping. October and November we got the horror movies popping. And action is just all fucking year round. But <laughs> so we gotta do that. But we'll figure something out. Like I said, maybe that'll be our Christmas gift to you guys is to do four or five pay however many weeks there are that month. Try and get some more. So we, I really want to get those in. I really want to, but I don't want to do them without PJ because you guys pay for both of us. So I don't want to do it without him. And then you'd be like, oh, I wonder what PJ would have thought. It's like, no, that's why I'm going to wait till he's here. So I apologize wholeheartedly if you're upset that we haven't got to your Patreon pick. But believe me, I fucking want to. But I need my brother back. So we'll do him when I get a hold of him again. After that first one, because there's a bag I made for when he comes back. And any movie he picks, it's going to be hype. One in particular, but he probably won't pick it because anytime I really want him to pick something, he won't pick it. But we'll see what happens. I think that's about all I got for you. So I think on that note, I think I just got one thing left to tell you. And it's just that I'm Brent. I got to do it for do it for Brendan. <laughs> oh, we have fun here on the show, don't we? Have a good rest of your Friday. Have a good rest of whatever the fuck day you listen to this on. Shriek of the Mutilated, like I said before, it's on YouTube, it's on Tubi, it's on disc. VinegarSyndrome.com Check it out man I'm telling you Let me know what you think I know Steve Izzy has seen it before But if you haven't seen it before Check it out man Let me know what you think And see if Maybe maybe you think I'm fucking crazy You know I'm out here chasing Get tased or something With my crazy ass I don't know But I, I enjoyed it man I liked it I hadn't watched the movie In a while either So maybe that was another reason why. I don't know I liked it damn it I'm not going to defend That shit no Just know that I liked it I burped too Don't worry about that But <laughs> Oh, next week, man. I'm going to try and get my mans on the show. I'm, it might not be just me. Even if I got to get Cameron or somebody, somebody will be here. Oh, wait a minute. I don't know, actually, about next week because I'll, I guess I'll tell you about that. But hey, we'll see what happens this weekend. I'll say no more than that. I'll just say stay tuned and watch the fucking YouTube videos and maybe you'll know, damn it. <laughs> Peace. Thank you.